Welcome to the Trelongo Track, your weekly peek behind the curtains of what it's like to be an entrepreneur, a mom, and a woman who seems to be doing all the things. Spoiler alert, she's not. I'm your host, Gianna Trelongo, and we are talking the good, the bad, and everything in between. Nothing is off limits. Plus, I'll be giving you tangible strategies to use in your online business to help you grow and scale without being chained to your phone 24-7, because nobody really wants that. So let's jump into the episode. Welcome to episode seven, a day in the life of a mom business owner. (laughs) I know if you're like me, you love a morning routine vlog, what I ate today video, like if you just scroll around TikTok for a little bit, we are completely obsessed with the way that other people live their lives. I am, you probably are too. And I think a lot of that actually comes from a place of wanting to be connected and wanting to be accepted. Oh, I do my morning routine like that too. Or, oh, I use that kind of creamer in my coffee. Or, oh, I did that, you know, same workout today. Whatever it is, we're craving that feeling of connection, of seeing people do things the same way that we do. And then I think if you flip the coin, it also comes from a place of, I'm not happy with my morning routine or I'm not happy with what I'm eating in the day. So let me go out into the social media world and see what other people are doing, get some ideas so I can learn from them and get better. And for me, that's part of like the really cool thing about social media is we have such the ability to learn about things, ways of life, opinions, other lifestyles that we never would in any other capacity, right? Like if you grew up in the Midwest, like I did in Milwaukee and there was no social media, you were gonna do what your family did unless you extensively traveled or met somebody in person that lived a different life than you do. But social media allows us to have these 90 second clips of people that we're scrolling while we're on the toilet seeing how other people live. So I just think that's really cool. Went off on a tangent a little bit there. But today I want to share with you what my day looks like as a mom business owner. This is going to be part one in a series because not all of my days look the same. So I really want to talk to you today about what my day looks like on a day that my kids are in preschool and I am working from home. And I'm sharing this with you because some of the things that I talk about will hopefully make you realize you're not the only one that does this. Or if you're struggling with how to spend your work days, if you're not productive enough for your own opinion or whatever that looks like, maybe you can take some of the things that I'm talking about today and implement them in your own life. Now, if I would have recorded this, we're in... June. So if I were to record this eight months ago, end of last year, it would have been a very different story. And I'm hoping that you can learn from some of my mistakes. I got incredibly burnt out at the end of last year. And everything that I've implemented this year for my work days is to allow me to have a little bit more of that balance and not just between mom life and 
entrepreneur life, but balance in making sure I'm taking care of my needs as well. So let's get into it a little bit. So (laughs) I'm super type A, and if you've been around for a while, you know that about me, but the truth is I actually don't believe in morning routines at all. One of the benefits of having your own business is I don't want to have to get up at a certain time or, you know, be on somebody else's clock. Now, granted, we have to have our kids at school at a certain time, so we're still setting alarms during the week. But if I had a morning routine, my alarm would be way too early and I'm not, I'm just not into it. And I know that some people live, breathe, and die by their morning routines and it works for them. It doesn't work for me. A morning routine makes me feel like another to-do item and I... It's, I just don't have the capacity for it. It's the same reason I don't make my bed and the same reason not making my bed doesn't bother me one way or another. So I do have a night routine though and, I, and I'll get to that a little bit later. So basically in the morning, my alarm goes off. If I have a post planned for that day, I make sure it posted correctly and I get up and I get ready for the day. And then, thank goodness, Jeff has his own business too. So collectively, we get the kids up. We kind of tag team getting ready, getting them breakfast, getting them dressed, and getting them out the door. Now, my kids are four and three. And for the 90 minutes that they are awake before they go to school, it is pure chaos. Pure chaos. And there's this pull I have this pull of, listen, we got to get out the door. We got to get, you know, we have to do our checklist. But also, this is 90 minutes before we send them out into the world. So I do my best, not great at it, to be engaged with them, to talk to them, give them extra hugs and kisses before they go off to school. So when that chaos is over, and some mornings I take them, but most of the time Jeff takes them to school. So once they leave, the most important thing that I do for my day is my touch the tree moment. I need a moment to switch from the chaos of getting the kids out the door on time and taking care of their needs and all of that to work mode, Gianna mode. And a lot of that for me is clearing, just clearing the energy, shifting the energy from what it was to what I need it to be. So I spend 15, 20 minutes cleaning up the kitchen, making my coffee, but I do it in a full dance party. I put on my Britney Spears or I put on Nelly or whatever my, you know, late 90s, early 2000s vibe is for the day. I have a, um, (laughs) I have a playlist on Spotify called Touch the Tree that has so many different music options. It's like a peek inside my brain and send me a DM on Instagram if you want the link for it. If you have Spotify, you can just follow it. It's so good. But anyways, so I typically put on that playlist and I just dance and I clean and I make coffee and I give myself this 15 minutes of switching the energy over from mom to business owner and it makes a huge difference in how I move throughout the day. I do a touch the tree moment at the end of the day too, which I'll talk about before I go pick up the kids. So one of the most important things 
I've never given my clients full access to my calendar, but last year I was a little bit more loose with it. So my calendar is borderline sacred to me. I live, I breathe by my calendar. If it's not on my calendar or on my to-do list, it's probably not happening because there's other things in my brain. So in any given, given week, that's a normal week, what my calendar looks like is on Monday and Friday, I don't take any calls. No client calls, no Instagram lives, nothing that I have to actually like be ready for at a certain time. And I do that because coming off the weekend, I need Monday to reset. Friday, we're going into the weekend. It's kind of like a catch-all, finish-up weekend. Now, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, I do take client calls, but I don't take any calls before 10.30 a.m., and I end them all at 3 p.m. This allows me to prioritize my business in the mornings, which is when I'm the most creative and focused for myself. And then I end at 3 p.m. because I need to leave at 3.30 to pick up my kids. And it gives me a 30-minute buffer to do what I need to do during that time. I also block at least an hour, or at, at most, so 30 minutes to an hour for lunch every single day in my calendar. Because last year, I was not blocking lunch. And I would be in back-to-back calls from 10 a.m. to like 3 p.m., multiple times a week. I wasn't eating. I was angry. I had a headache every single day and I knew I had to make that change. So my calendar is something that I actively control. Now, if I have a client that can't find a time, which rarely happens, I will make something work for her, but it very, very rarely happens. And I want to urge you that if you give your clients full control of your calendar, you are making a massive error and causing more stress in your life. There are so many free programs out there. I use Calendly that allows you to be in control of your calendar. So like I said, in the mornings, I'm typically doing my creative tasks first. So I'm outlining content, recording podcasts. It's 10 a.m. right now as I record this. That is what I do first because I am bright-eyed and bushy-tailed in the morning and I want to put that energy into the activities that matter the most to me. So then some, you know, this is another thing where people are like, you should always work out first thing in the morning or else, you know, your workout never happens. For me, I work out three to four times a week and I do it when is best for my brain. On a Monday, I would never work out on Monday morning if that's what my schedule told me I had to do. Because on Monday, as soon as my kids leave, I want to get right to work. I've probably had ideas over the weekend or things that I want to like just sit down and get my hands into. So I would work out in the afternoon when my brain energy is less, when my body's a little bit tired, so I need that pep up. But there's also times where I want to get up and I want to work out first and do that so then I can continue on with the rest of my day or I can shower and get myself looking all cute. So What you will find from this episode is I have very few hard and fast rules about what my week needs to look like. And every week is different. Jeff doesn't have a calendar. He flies by the seat of his pants. He has clients. Last night he went out to dinner with a client. Literally, he told me like 24 hours before that, hey, Monday, I'm going out to dinner with a client. So if my schedule was super rigid, which it has been in the past, 
I would constantly be frustrated because my expectations weren't being met or because I had something planned and it was ruined. There is this level of flexibility that allows me room to be a better wife and mom by not being so rigid. So keep that in mind. And if you're like, I don't even know how to make a flexible plan, you should definitely check out my free webinar, Build Your Business Without the Mom Guilt. There are a lot of time management hacks and strategies in that webinar that will actually allow you to create a flexible schedule and adjust it week to week so that it really works what you actually have going on in your life. And if you follow me on Instagram, it's in the link in my bio, but it's also here in the show notes as well. You can get that free webinar. So working out happens three to four times a week at a time that I feel works best for me. Now, the other thing is, and Jeff makes fun of me for this all the time, there's lots of snacks. I eat every two to three hours. So that's the benefit of working from home is me popping downstairs, getting a couple snacks and uh, being on my way. So then in the afternoon is typically when I take client calls, catch up with my clients in Voxer, anything that is not really a creative task. That's when I will do scheduling stuff. So I will upload my podcast and schedule them. I'll spend, I'll schedule my Pinterest pins because it's just a different side of the brain. All the content is ready, the graphics are ready, and then I'm scheduling them in the afternoon when I'm not as creative. So a really important piece of my day, especially my work days, is my closeout process. I do not complete my full to-do list every single week, every single day. It doesn't happen. So at three o'clock when I'm done for the day, I essentially look at my to-do list and I decide, are things being rolled over to tomorrow? Do they need to be rolled over to a different day of the week? Am I going to stay up and finish this tonight if it's one of those tasks that is like a commitment to finish today? I make that decision there, move things around on my digital to-do list as needed. And then I just kind of do a final are my clients needing anything for me? Did I promise anybody anything that I need to send them? And I wrap that up. So then from about 3.15 to 3.30, 3.45 is when I'm getting ready to pick up the kids, packing them snacks for the car ride home, hopefully bringing the right ones or else, you know, it's like Armageddon in the car on the way home. I also use that time to try to have dinner prepped in some form or fashion. If I... If it's a casserole, typically I've made it earlier in the day or earlier in the week, but I take it out. Even if it's like, so tonight we're having pasta. So before I go and get the kids, I'll just get everything out. I'll put water in a pot. I'll bring the pasta out of the cabinet. I'll bring the sauce out of the cabinet. Anything that needs to happen to just cut the steps shorter for dinner is really, really helpful because when my kids come home, rightfully so, they want every ounce of attention that that they can get from me. And that's not always possible, but I want to give it to them as much as, pos- as much as possible. So any steps that I can take to make dinner time easier, I will do before I go pick them up. And then I pick them up. Sometimes we have a great ride home. Sometimes your girl is triggered beyond relief, belief because of the screaming and yelling and requests in the car. And uh, that's just real life. Car, the car time can be really hard after school. Um, 
And then when we get home, I've been using this app called Opal. One of my friends, Kara, told me about it. And I can actually set it up to block my distracting apps. So from 5 to 7.30, Instagram, Voxer, my to-do list, my email, TikTok are all blocked out. And I can get into them, but it's like you have to wait to get into them. It has a countdown timer. And it's really helped me to really compartmentalize the work, the distractions, and focus on dinner time with my kids and uh, with Jeff. So that's what the day looks like. Then we do dinner, bedtime routine. And I my evening routine after the kids go to bed, for the most part, is time for me. It's again, it's that touch the tree moment of... I was mom, I was business owner all day, and now I really want to transition to Gianna, to wife. So taking a shower, doing my skincare routine, putting on, you know, comfy, cute PJs, making sure that I feel good as we go into the evening. Sometimes that's, you know, popping downstairs and watching a show with Jeff. Sometimes it's knowing that I need time for myself and staying you know, in our room and reading a book or watching something that he would never in a million years watch. (laughs) Um, So that's what it looks like to me. Very rarely, I would say maybe three to four times a month, I'm actually sitting at my desk or in front of my computer working in the evenings because I did that a lot in the early years of building my business. And I had to because my kids were home full time where I was taking client calls at eight o'clock or creating content at eight o'clock or sending emails at eight o'clock. And one, it's just not my best brain time. But two, I don't want to work all the time. There's always something to do. There's always something to create. There's always another message to be sent. And there has to be boundaries. And so as often as possible, that evening time is really for me. I've even gotten in the habit of leaving my phone upstairs in our bedroom because our living room is downstairs so that it's not even a temptation. Because if you're like me, sometimes I'm just picking that phone up purely out of habit. No other reason besides the like tick of reaching for it. And when it's not there, I don't do that. So that's what my mom business owner work day looks like. You'll have to find me on Instagram at Gianna Trelongo and tell me, do you do any of these things? Is this the first time you heard, you know, some of these things that I do? What really resonated with you? And if you are loving this podcast, please do me a favor and share this episode or another one of your favorite episodes with your mom business owner friends. Help them find this podcast, help our community grow. And um, that's all I got for now. So I'll see you in the next episode.